Hey, it's Benji and James from Caskets. Uh, you're listening to the Itch Podcast. You're listening to the Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week we're scratching the itch to get reflective. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. I actually scratch that itch quite a bit these days, especially since my birthday. But particularly this time, we not only scratched the itch to be reflective, we've been spending a lot of time listening to an album called Reflections by a band called Caskets. So much so that we decided we needed to speak with them. Yeah, their second full-length album came out, and it's been repeating on my list a lot, uh, my playlist. And just uh, coming up, they got a lot of great songs on that album, and it's it's one you can kind of get lost in, or you can find a hit in every song. Yeah, if you, uh, I'm going to play the, the genre game for just a second here. If you like your your post-hardcore sounds to be a little synthy, kind of hard on the sleeve, and just a little bit metalcore-ish, whether they want to admit it or not, <laughs> this is uh, an album for you. Yeah. And for my money, More Than Misery is one of the better singles that I've heard this year. And, you know, we, we've talked about this a couple of times, but there are bands that we've become bigger fans of after meeting them and talking with them. This was definitely one of them. Definitely so. This was kind of a crazy day for us because we, we had just done the Kenny Wayne Shepherd interview. And then three hours later, we did this one. And it couldn't be more different types of interviews because, you know, an established guy like Kenny Wayne Shepherd, And then you got these guys trying to make a, a huge name for themselves, which they're doing a really good job of. I loved how juxtaposed that were. Like with Kenny, we had, you know, he's on a strict time schedule. He's a, an American blues rock legend who's been around for decades. And I got these guys who are from Leeds and are just killing time in a hotel room because their <laughs> tour is technically over and they were just waiting for Blue Ridge. And and their sound is could not be farther from from blues rock. And so it was to do those in the same day. I that that tickled me. <laughs> it did. And thankfully for them, they were able to play Blue Ridge because otherwise uh... <laughs> they played a killer set at Blue Ridge. And I call it that despite obviously not having been there because I saw footage of it. These guys had a, like a 2 p.m. set, which is very early on in the day. And the crowd was going wild like they had people invested and that is not that easy to do uh in the early afternoon and they made the whole thing happen after having to borrow a bus from a band called archers to get over there so shout out to them for for hooking these guys up yeah <laughs> wow it's <laughs> crazy yeah it, it was a story it was <laughs> and then they went back to the uk just in time <laughs> to avoid <laughs> the storm that was blue ridge <laughs> They're like, we did our part. We're out of here. <laughs> now they're back there doing more reflecting. Yeah, yeah. They need a lot to reflect on if they ever want to come back to the U.S. <laughs> That's it. No. But we spoke with Benji and James, guitarist and drummer of the band, and they were they were delightful. They were so charming and so willing to engage with everything that we that we wanted to discuss. And willing to give more and more time. Like, you know, we, we've been trying to keep our interviews very... Uh, I like to say stout, 40 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <a good> word. <laughs> yeah. We were having such a good time that we carried on and we we're like, you know, let's keep going for a while. We've actually, uh, this one is a rare, maybe the first interview that we've done where I would say we went into overtime. Yeah. We're like, 
not just on pure timing, but we actually went through everything we wanted to ask them and then just decided that we were enjoying the conversation. So let's keep talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We continue to find more questions because they allowed us to like, yeah, all right, well, we're going to just keep asking questions then if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just chilling in the hotel room, killing time. So we, we appreciate all of their time. <laughs> I hope they do come back to the U.S. because I would very much like to see them. Yes. Agreed. Definitely. So without any further ado, here's our conversation with Benji and James of Caskets. I can honestly say It's like a fight for me to breathe every day But I'm okay It's everything I know I can honestly say My life's worth more than misery We are joined today by Benji Wilson and and I actually real quick I just want to make sure I'm saying this correctly. Hey, yeah, is it, it's all right. I get this all the time. Lazenby, do you want us to introduce it? Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would be awesome. That, that would be even better. Okay, hey, it's Benji and James from Caskets. Uh, you're listening to the Itch Podcast. <laughs> there we go. There's Fantastic. our liner right there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're joined by Benji and James of Caskets. And, you know, I understand you guys have been traveling the world the past few years. You toured the U.S. with one of our favorites live, Dayseeker. Europe, you guys traveled with We Came as Romans and in Australia with Wind Waker. Uh, you've also become festival veterans very quickly, having recently played Download and Slam Dunk. So you just finished your second U.S. run, this time with Bless the Fall, Kingdom of Giants, and Dragged Under. And correct me if I'm wrong, but right now you're just kind of biding your time until Blue Ridge. Is that correct? Yeah, we just got off. We did... Um like three weeks in Australia and then flew straight over to the US to do the Bless the Fall tour. And now we've got like maybe like five days off before Blue Ridge Rock Festival. And then we're finally back home for uh, <laughs> about three weeks. <laughs> Man, they call it Road Warriors, but it's more like, I don't know, you're not, you're, it's Sky Warriors. You guys are flying out all over the place. <laughs> it's mad. I mean, when we're listing off all those places, then I'm like, yeah. God damn, yeah. Get about a bit. <laughs> Um, it's kind of one of those things that because we we kind of started the band and then COVID hit and then the band started snowballing so we weren't able to tour. Yeah. So now we're trying to just get everywhere and anywhere, and we're we're very fortunate to be able to, you know, to fly overseas and and play in the states, play in Australia, play in Europe, play in the UK. So it's you know it's it's really good for us and. We're just kind of glad that we're resonating with people all over the world. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere and everywhere all at once, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before somewhere. Yeah. So how is the tourist life treating you? <laughs> well, I mean, it's been brilliant. I mean, uh, we've obviously been over here before, um, which was a bit of a baptism of fire. Like we had, uh, <laughs> we were doing driving, merch, um, TMing ourselves, like, and uh, finally, this time we've actually had a team around us and we finally got to enjoy the tour as much as possible. Uh, so we've been able to go see different places and the people that we've met on the tour, all the bands have been absolutely brilliant. Um, and I just couldn't have asked for a better time. It's been amazing. What's been really good about it is because we were here last year with Dayseeker, we've kind of seen the growth of the fan base. 
Um, and, you know, like we've been playing a lot of bigger rooms on this tour, you know, like 2,000, 1,500 caps. And to see 1,500 people singing the words back to you, it's kind <laughs> of like pinch me moment every night. Right. Yeah, it's actually crazy because uh, almost exactly a year ago, we saw Dayseeker with The Word Alive. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> you guys would have been awesome on that tour as well. But uh... <laughs> yeah, that would have been sick. <laughs> yeah. And kudos to you guys for what you're saying. You, know, you guys are just forming around the time of the pandemic. And here I'm looking at it right now and you have a million and a half monthly Spotify <laughs> listeners. Um, yeah, that's just, bit. yeah, that is... <laughs> That is not not a that is no small task right there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. I mean, I, I always do that thing every couple of weeks. I check how we're doing, uh, compare ourselves to other bands, and I'm like, what? No way. <laughs> <laughs> we still kind of see as as the, the small kind of DIY band, and mm-hmm. it, it's just yeah. snowballing into something that's yeah, it's it's crazy for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So you guys, um, going back to, to Blue Ridge again, you just kind of that's the next big thing on the agenda for y'all. Mm-hmm. Do you find that festivals are the ideal way to play internationally? Do you see do you see much of a difference in terms of what it does for the band when you're playing a festival here versus a tour? Perhaps we've not actually played a festival in the states, so this will be the first one. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, we've we played lots of festivals around the globe, but. Um, as good as they are, it's it's sort of a weird vibe because you don't you don't get any sound checks. You're playing in mm. in daylight, which is also another weird vibe. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but it, it, it's kind of good in in a sense because it's kind of like a party vibe. And there are we we do realize there are a load of new fans there that possibly haven't heard of us before. So it's a real big opportunity for for us to like kind of stamp our mark and just kind of like gather the fans. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. You say it's like as much as it's uh, a great thing to be able to play in front of, you know, X thousands of people at these big festivals, it's also kind of a networking opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're out there meeting a bunch of artists and, and kind of making those connections and seeing what could come in the future of that. Yeah. Exactly. It's always nice to hear other artists just even talking about us. I mean, on the last night of the tour, we obviously said his goodbyes and stuff like that. And uh, I was talking to a few people and they were like saying how Bo had introduced them to us. And it's so weird thinking like, first of all, they're introducing their friends to us. Like, it's so mad. So being able to see, well, we'll be able to see them again. Uh, they're playing a couple of slots after us, but it's nice to meet up with friends that we've made along the road as well. Yeah. So when when you reflect on your previous tour partners, are there any particular lessons that you feel you've learned or walked away from playing with with certain people? Um, I think from the previous tours we've done, we've kind of realized that um, the best way to go about a tour is just to help everyone out on the package. Mm. Um, yeah, the whole package gets along, then everyone has a good time. Yeah, and there's no egos, there's no like kind of anything like that, and we've always found that's the best way to be, especially in this industry. Just make make friends, be genuine, um, and I, I think that resonates not only with the bands and stuff, but that resonates with the fans as well. Be as genuine as you can, and basically no rock star bullshit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the egos in check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> We're all human at the end of the day. So. Yeah. Right, right. 
Is there any particular band that you've toured with so far that if the opportunity arose that you would jump on trying to tour with them again? Uh, that's a good one. I, I think anyone on the Bless the Fall, Dragged on the Kingdom of Giants, the We Came as Romans boys were yeah, lovely. So, um, so we see you, Space Cowboy. Um, anyone that we've kind of toured with in the last year, we've been like super like a house on fire, basically. <laughs> nice. That's great. Yeah. Sounds like you guys are the nice ones that everybody just gets along with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good too. Two way street. We try. <laughs> yeah. no, we feel the same way. Like, you know, and what we're doing, obviously, much, much different thing. But the artists that we find ourselves gravitating to, uh, wanting to have back, wanting to go see, especially after we've seen them, are always the ones that are like, these are just regular good people out there, yeah. you know, trying to make their art and, you know, live a life. Yeah. Yeah. And we also see as we become a little more intertwined with kind of the music world that those artists, exactly what you said, they tend to flock to each other. Like the yeah. number of connections we've seen between artists that we've encountered that we had no idea that they were, you know, so tight with each other. And later on, we're like, oh, OK. So it's like that community really, really just lifts each other up. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's tough being on tour. So like it, yeah. it's best to surround yourself with artists that support you, you know, your friends. And that's basically the way it it works. <laughs> it's the secrets you heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> secrets of touring life. <laughs> Be good to the other people. <laughs> so you guys just recently released your second album, Reflections, on August 11th. And I read that, you know, one of the main differences with this album is that every one of the band members had something to kind of contribute. And, and that's actually the reason why it's kind of titled Reflections. So I'm just kind of curious, do you feel that that contributed to the chemistry of the album? Oh, I think 100%. I mean, when we first brought out the previous album, so we had most of the songs written before we even got to the studio. So the fact that um, a lot of the time when we were in the studio, we were still writing together and we obviously knew each other a lot more because we were a very new band back then. Um, I think it helped the album out a lot, um, being able to take different things from different members and trusting them, knowing that we've been together for such a long time, we know how to interact with each other, and it just formed a really good album. Yeah, I, th I think in addition to that, we, we kind of knew each other better because um, we'd been on tour together, and we kind of learned to trust each other in saying, oh, well, you know, you've got some great ideas, James, rather than before we were kind of closed off saying, you know, Matt does the lyrics, Matt does the vocals, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know, Benji does the guitars, James does the drums. Whereas this time we were kind of more comfortable with each other to, to give feedback and go, oh, well, actually, maybe try this. And I, I think that really, like, helped the album a lot to be a bit more natural rather than regimented. Uh, and I think it really helped. Do you feel that that transition came naturally or, or were there i think somebody said it best uh we interviewed that there's five creative people trying to all have their input be heard so i'm just kind of curious like when you guys transition to have everybody's opinion in the album like was that something that naturally happened or uh was it you know kind of met with a little bit of a bickering and some pushback i'd say it was quite natural i mean the fact that we toured so much together since the first album it naturally became a part of the new album because you were always talking about it saying oh maybe we could do a song like this do a song like that or have different segments to the song but um yeah it was very natural yeah and i think um working with dan our producer he he kind of guided us a lot 
in terms of if there was like ever one bit where, you know, me or Matt might have been bashing heads or Chris and Craig was like, oh, I prefer my bit over your bit. We'd always kind of go, well, let's pass that on to Dan. <laughs> and then Dan will give <laughs> his opinion. So we never could have that conflict, you know, and that was a great help as well. I've heard that good producers are usually the like almost like the parents of the band in the sense that they make sure that nobody's fighting or bickering. They they, they resolve all issues. Yeah. He knows when to take a break. He knows when to. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, the album is fantastic. It's, it's been out for about a month or so as as of this recording. Um, we got to hear it a few months back, actually, but we kind of had to sit on it for a minute because we were already all like booked up. But we're like. We're gonna find a time to get these guys in here because that that is a that is a record that needs to be heard and talked about more. <laughs> it's definitely something to be proud of. So yeah, what you yeah. what you've done is definitely something to be proud of, and I, I think that's great. It sounds like the strategy that you took in creating it really bodes well for justifying you know a similar approach in the future. As you're mm-hmm. you know you're talking about building that chemistry with with other acts and meeting other bands on the road and stuff, and you're also at the same time you seem to very clearly be developing that deeper relationship amongst each other yeah which sure. can only serve you well really we we can only hope <laughs> you can only hope yeah. <laughs> we'll find out we'll find out next album <laughs> just love the rash riffs next time <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta ask. So we're very fascinated. We've had, I think you are the third band from the UK we've spoken with. I think so. Yeah. Who are the other two? Skindred. Skin okay. Yeah, yeah. Skindred yeah. is is they're, one of they're pretty big. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just had a huge thing happen for them, so that's a big deal. Yeah, on TikTok. I'm gonna detour for a second because we got to talk <laughs> about Skindred. <laughs> when we started that radio show 20 years ago in college. The first promo CD that we got at the station was Skin Dreads Nobody. And oh, wow. we loved that song. And ever since then, we've declared them our favorite band because they are such a hodgepodge of so many sounds. And we're like, this yeah. represents everything that we're playing. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked to them and we talked to Cam Cole was the other. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Cam Cole, street busker slash Ted Lasso guest star. Uh, <laughs> he's in the US right now as we speak with doing a, doing a tour as well. But all that to say that's <laughs> yeah and, and thank you for that for you know indulging that detour <laughs> we're we're fascinated by people coming to the states from from elsewhere and your experiences on the road and stuff so i got asked do you have any particular favorite venues or cities so far in your travels in the u.s i mean city wise it's always going to be chicago for me yes uh, okay we had a day off last year where we got to just wander around. We've obviously done that in a couple of other cities as well. It wasn't a day. But, oh, was it? Oh, no, it wasn't. No. <laughs> we actually should so we had time to look around. Um, but yeah, it was just a really nice day out. Um, I just love the vibe of it. Next to the Great Lakes, got a really nice observatory. Got uh, You did do a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super nice. I love it. You got a lot out of that part part day off. Yeah, yeah. Been, my flatmate for three and a half years who I've known. God knows how long. He, he's originally from there. He left when he was five. So he always sang the praises of it and finally getting to go there. We're like, yeah, this is a sick city. That makes me happy. We're, we're from St. Louis, uh, which is about five oh, hours yeah. south yeah, of yeah, Chicago. Yeah. yeah. We're not actually I'm... far from you right now. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, where are you guys? I... Um, well, oh, we're, God. we're nearing, we're on the way to Indiana. 
Okay. 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 I, I think we're about two hour drive from St. Louis, right? Well, an hour away okay. from Indianapolis. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Very cool. And I'm yeah. actually based in Chicago right now. So when you say that's a good city, I'm like, that's that's great. That's what I like to hear. People like enjoying <laughs> coming through. So <laughs> next time hit me up, I'll let you know where some, you know, some good food is. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. not hard to find in Chicago. You can throw a rock and find <laughs> a good place, yeah. but <laughs> we we do find most of the, the major cities. We always get loads of recommendations for food. Oh, yeah. This is nowhere near. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please send them along. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do what we can. Yeah. Yes. We'll yes. take care of you. <laughs> All right. So do you guys wanna wanna move on to the burning questions? Yes. We call them? Yeah. Let's burning do questions. Burning questions. Burning questions. I didn't yes. get warned about any burning ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. These are just uh we like to talk with artists about other artists and like what makes them tick and, oh, okay. and just yeah, yeah. random things that we like to ask everybody. So to kick it off, what's a song or an album that changed your life? And it could be any any particular moment in time. Doesn't have to be the first or anything. I think, for, well, mine's going to be kind of like when I first started getting into metal. Okay. I, I, I have moved away from metal now, but that <laughs> originally got me into metal. Uh, Killswitch, The End of Heartache. That mm. album for me was just eye-opening and life-changing. Nice. And, you know, I spent my entire, like, teenage years just into metal and metalcore from that that one album nice nice uh i think for me it, 1975 no no they are they, are, <laughs> I do they know each other band. so well <laughs> um, coming up uh getting to high school it was um black parade for me that it was like the peak of emo i was in there i had my long fringe black clothes constantly so, and they were the first band i got to see live as well for that tour um so yeah it's got to be that album for me that was a peak. If that was the, you got to see him live in that yeah. one at that time. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's the baby of the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We call this one Choose Between Your Children because that's what everybody says when we asked it. Right. What's a song, and we'll say specifically from Reflections, that you're each particularly proud to have contributed to? Um, oh, go on then. I'll, I, I think Silhouettes for me. It, it was one of those songs where I think Craig wrote the original kind of demo and then Matt put lyrics over it and we just literally ripped the song apart. Uh, and it was kind of one of those songs that we wrote in the studio mm. that was just completely like offhand. And it was just like, let's improvise all over this. Mm. And it's turned out into like one of my favorite songs that we've ever done. And like, usually we go into the studio with like, this is how the song's going to sound. And with that one, we completely didn't. So it, it it's kind of holds like a, a special place for me. That was great for me as well, not knowing what to do. when I turned up to the contract. Yeah, I love that song as well. Uh, I think that and uh, More Than Misery for me, just because I enjoyed what I got to come up with on the drums and I think it's always nice to have a heavier side to a song. I know a lot of people wanted that with this album. So, yeah, it's got to be that. All right. Thank you. Uh, the next question. What's a favorite song to perform live? Yeah. Narrow it down. You have to choose one. <laughs> I think uh, only ones because it's got a great intro riff. Very bouncy. We get some nice lights by the audience towards the end. Very epic. 
Um, and, and Glass Art as well, just because it's so nice to hear so many people singing back. I'm going to go with Lost in Echoes. Oh, uh, it's really fun to play. And I get to kick James's cymbals <laughs> yeah. every single night. <laughs> and he looks at me with the worst look you've ever seen. Every, it's every like time. I've just pissed on him. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the intro starts and I hear it in my ears, Benji just looks over to me. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> He's going to do it again. I can't get a night off. <laughs> That's great. I want to take a, a quick second to note to listeners about those. The songs you guys just mentioned were all from your, your first album, Lost Souls, um, which naturally you've had a lot of time to perform live where the reflection songs are newer to the set. So shout yeah. out to that album as well. And we recommend checking that out. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing with that is that um, we've been touring and then the album came out mid tour and we kind of want to save a lot of the reflection songs for their own kind of special treatment. Hmm. Um, so we've only actually been playing three songs from Reflections on these last last two tours we've done. Okay. Because like, when we go out next time, we want to dedicate a lot more of the set to the new album. Gotcha. Kind of why we did, we're picking the old songs for yeah. Best to Play Live. <laughs> Fair enough. Makes sense. What about a dream collaboration? You're going to say my chem again. <laughs> no, it's still my emo phase though it's it's uh Ailey williams all, all day every day okay okay that, yeah that woman's got an amazing voice i'd marry her whenever, <laughs> whenever. Um, and yeah i just think their music's great as well so i'd love to go on. i think for me um from a guitar point of view i'd love to do something with john mayer i know that's totally out hey, of the question you're good you're good um, but th- there is a like um, a chill step band that I'd love to collab with called Arctic Lake. Hmm. They've got a female vocalist and she has the most amazing voice. And I bet I, she's not better than Ella Williams. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am actually going to reach out to them uh, about doing something for the next album. But they're like completely not our style, totally different genres. But she has got like a haunting voice that I'd love to like get on the track at some point. Uh, yeah. That sounds, those both sound fantastic. We, we like to do sort of a thing where like, you know, here's the thing we're going to put out into the world and we're going to, we're going to hope that it's, till we see it happen for you guys. So yeah, we'll manifest, manifest it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to hope you get that guest vocals and that Haley Williams proposal. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're putting a we're just double for you guys. You get them both. <laughs> Make eyes. That's right. That's exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, how about a dream tour? Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Do you want to go? Oh God, wait, wait. Hey, Paramore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that. That does sound pretty good. Um, oh. you can repeat answers. I mean, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, you go yeah. with Paramore and Mike. Yeah, yeah. Be- <laughs> and you're, if you're if you're touring with Paramore and Mike, you're making good money too. So I mean, that's not. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, many yeah. good reasons for I mean, for that I one. Yeah. <laughs> anyone who played uh, when we were young festival. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I think for me it'd be more of like um, the bands I kind of that were in our scene as we were coming up. So there's some really cool dudes called Palmist. They're from the UK. Love to yeah, tour with them again. Um, and the guys from Listel as well, they were absolutely delightful to be around. They're, they're both like small UK bands, but 
it, as, as I said before, like having your friends around you on tour is just a, like a lifesaver. Awesome. Okay. All right. I like that. All right. We do have a couple more of these. Yeah, go for it. All right. We talked about uh, a song or an album that changed your life. What is an album you would consider a, a no skips album? You're putting it in plain to start to finish. Again, okay to repeat answers if you need to. Probably, definitely, maybe, by Oasis. Okay. Uh, it's something my sister listened to all the time. She's the one that actually got me into um, rock music. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that album, I listen to back and just all the time. I listen to it all the time. That is fair. Do you, do you Americans know who Oasis are? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Oasis is the band that got big in the '90s with a few major singles, and then spent the rest of their lives just bickering with each other. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> they're just famous for hating each other. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were famous for saying they were as big as the Beatles or something oh, stupid. I mean, like they that. did. They did do that. Okay. Yes, they are massive dicks. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think if the the right. Songs will either do then they're allowed to be massive dicks at certain points. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So I'd go for uh, Lamb of God, Ashes of the Wake. It was a an album in my younger years that really like kind of shaped me and they're they're still the band that I've seen the most live. I've seen them like eighteen times. Oh wow. Oh wow. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was big into Lamagod back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> we just got a chance to see them at Upheaval. I was surprised when I saw him with no dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah, he's gone all smart now, is Randy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, so that kind of segues into into our what the next question was going to be, which is what is a band that everyone should see live. Oh. I'd go um, Architects, definitely. Yeah, they're crazy. Um, they just seem to keep getting better and better live. Yeah. Um, band, well, else have I been blown up? See, it's weird because we're on tour all the time. We, we only right. get to see the bands we're touring with. <laughs> right. And then when I get home, I'm like, oh, I don't really fancy going to a gig. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That totally makes well, sense. Most of the... The bands that I see are at like festivals and yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I caught uh, Bring Me the Horizon at Download, and I have never seen a set like it. The the visuals, the sound, how tight they were. They are. It took a while. It took twenty eight years, but they are the best band I've ever seen live. Now they are amazing. I'd probably go for State Champs. I watched them at Download. Um, so I know they're lighting guy, and I was absolutely blown away by their entire set. And I don't, I don't listen to them, um, but yeah, state champs were amazing. Live. Yeah, nice. Kind of spinning off of that, um, what's an artist that more people should know? No, Dragunda. Yeah, <laughs> we right. love those boys. And yeah, yeah, they got Tony is one of the best frontmen I've ever had the pleasure of watching in my life. Like he's he's so funny, charismatic. Uh, he's a great, great singer. Um, and he's just a generally all all round nice dude. Yeah, I got dragged under. <laughs> they just put out a brand new song called Mad Punks that's really good as well. Yeah, I have the t-shirt. Nice. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> I mean, I'd say the same as what Benji said with uh, the local bands, uh, Lestelle and Palmist. Brilliant. Really, honestly, it should be a lot bigger. All right. We'll see that. We'll see if that someday. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> it's time. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Yeah. Awesome. So we have a kind of a challenging question we've been asking a lot of newer bands recently because you know there's just a lot of artists out of there fighting for your, your time fighting for airplay fighting for streams and just overall attention so what do you think sets caskets apart um that's a, that's a good one um although we, we're quite i i i wouldn't pigeonhole us into the metalcore kind of scene or the post-hardcore scene yeah i think the thing that sets us apart is kind of we've got the ability to to switch sets to fit in with a lot of different style of bands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can, we can go out with a heavy band and we'll, we'll put, put the heavy set on. But I think the, the main thing is that um, the lyrics are a lot more relatable. Uh, Matt's really good at kind of like displaying his emotions through his lyrics and how he sings those lyrics. Yeah. And I think that resonates with a lot of, lot of people a lot of fans and i think that's why they that's kind of why they listen to us and why we capture new fans as well um so i said that that does set us apart i I would say as well like dayseeker are quite similar in the way they deliver the lyrics but we have a different kind of vibe musically um and it's very accessible i think as well yeah so it's kind of why that's what drew us to Dayseeker when we saw them live was uh, Rory's. He had great command on the stage, but he also he had it was very vulnerable. And, and you know that whole record that came out was just it's a it, it's just a crusher emotionally. Yeah, with what he's going through and what he you know what he's wrestling with, singing about you know the loss of of his father and then the birth of his child and all that kind of stuff. And and as you're speaking of earlier, that vulnerability and just being a real person, I fully agree with you that that goes a long way in, in where music is right now and that's what people want and need to see yeah i think people can tell if you're being false on a song yeah most of the big songs you know they're all about a personable experience or something where the listener can kind of feel something and relate to it that's that's a big thing yeah and i, th- I think that's a big thing nowadays is uh, that a lot of the artists that we gravitate towards specifically is the the people that are singing about like tough subjects or or deep subjects so it's it's good that many bands are doing that not just a couple of them yeah and i think the thing with us is we'll always reflect on the bad stuff but we try and put a positive spin on it whether it's through the music videos or through the actual lyrics themselves we'll always try and push a a level of positivity even though you know you might have this or this and this going on Mm. Uh, because music's a release for a lot of people. Uh, it was for me when I was a kid. I'm sure it was the same for oh, you, yeah. James. Um, and, you know, I'm sure it's the same as you guys. Like, you do this for love of music. Yeah. And you relate yeah. with it. So it's kind of one of those things where it is a release for a lot of people. And to miss out on the tough subjects is a missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, see, that's a good quote right there. I don't know if we can top that with much with much else. <laughs> <laughs> that was our last formal question. I had a couple of oh, things yeah. rolling around in my head. I was like, we could go deeper into this stuff too, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go as deep as you want. <laughs> but how, with how, yeah, but like, how do you how do you top that? Is that's such a great a great point. Um, yeah. But but I will spin a little bit here. 
So (laughs) talking about that, (laughs) that increased collaboration you had on this album, um, did you guys have any input in lyrics or is that still pretty squarely Matt's realm? Oh, no, there was still definitely a lot of lyrics from a lot of the other band, uh, a lot of the band members. I mean, there was points where we were all individually working on different songs. Um, Hmm. There were certain songs that stood out to us that we wanted to work on more. I mean, Matt said before, like the entire album's about not only a reflection of his life, but our lives as well. So yeah. obviously we'll put our own lyrics into it. That, that that was a big change from the Lost Souls to Reflections. That Reflections wasn't just Matt's experiences and stuff. It was each each song is personally related to a separate member. I'm not going to go into yeah, which yeah, no, one. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're all they're all like kind of experiences that we've all gone through, whether it be in our personal lives or as a group. Yeah, that's really cool. Just every time you're playing us, yeah. We kind of opened it up this time, whereas you know, like I was saying before, we kind of went into this album with an open book and kind of went everyone can have their own kind of input onto it. As far as we're concerned, it's paid off. So that's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We we want to make sure that we we drive that point home. <laughs> and, and you know the great thing about that album too is that it's it's one of those things that like those albums that you you almost like more and more you listen to it because you start picking up on different nuances and different things that you didn't catch the last time you listened to it. Um, and I think that's one reason why, um, you know, we, we not only we didn't we didn't sit on it, but like why it took so long to resonate. It's just one of those things that like once you really really kind of understand the album, it's just it's quite impressive. I think all music should be like that. If, if you yeah. if you have a first listen through an album and you think you've got everything, then it's not a very good album. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I I I still pick up on things now where off an album that I've been listening to for years, and I'll hear something. I'm like, oh god, I didn't hear that before. Or, you know, album has to have layers for me to to kind okay. of yeah. You, you need to delve into it to. For it to be a really great album, absolutely. Since we're since we're kind of in overtime here, can I also draw attention? <laughs> so, I was like, we finished the formal questions. Uh, yeah, now yeah. now it's just extra stuff that's coming to mind and is fascinating. Uh, can, yeah, 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 yeah. Can I can I give a <laughs> shout out to the artwork on this album because I think it is fantastic. Just oh, thank you so much. Yeah, well, <laughs> it wasn't us this time. So the last album, uh, it was actually Chris, our bassist, that did the um, artwork. Okay. Um, we kind of got halfway through and we weren't vibing with the artwork guy and he wasn't delivering on time and stuff so we kind of just took it upon ourselves to like we're just going to do this and get it over the line <laughs> um, and it still looked great yeah um, and it, there were some really good themes in it but this time we went to a guy called Jim Hughes um, he does like Fit for a King Invent Anime uh, Wage War um, okay. an absolute delight to work with um, oh, yeah, it, it, it were amazing. The stuff they were coming back with, how quickly we were able to change it. And then when we got to working with him on the merchandise as well, it were like me and Benji gave him, what, 10 briefs or something? Yeah. Came back within a week and had just some of the best merch I've ever seen. It was <laughs> crazy. And, and, you know, um, it, it, it wasn't completely smooth sailing at first. Like, he wasn't kind of getting our idea. But then, as soon as he did, it was like all just flowing, and nice. we we definitely wanted to go something more like 
um, visceral and 3D mm -hmm. this time. Uh, whereas that, I feel like last time it was, it was a great concept, but we didn't fulfill its potential. And as well, we we want to kind of like, so we, we are going to do headliners for this album and we want to incorporate all the album stuff. So we've got him working on, you know, um, 3D renders, video stuff, and there's mm -hmm. lots of that coming. So yeah, it'll be a, like, a complete package of that. Very cool. So speaking of, you know, featuring those when you're headlining shows, right now your website only has Blue Ridge listed. So is there any idea for or plans for any kind of uh, upcoming shows after Blue Ridge? We announced, was it two days ago? Yeah. Yeah, um, we announced a tour with Of Mice and Men uh, oh, for UK Europe, which is really good. Another band that I used to listen to endlessly. Uh, so yeah, can't wait to do those shows. Are going to be big shows. Hopefully, a couple of upgrades. Um, it's a huge venue for our hometown Leeds as well, which should be good. Uh, so it's just going to be nice again to get back over to mainland Europe and UK. I will mention that we we like we do the website ourselves, but because we've been on tour, we have been yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, we're not, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just, we, we, we trust the source, so we had to, yeah, that's right, we're going to look for our information, <laughs> yeah, that's all, so, uh, we, we don't actually have the ticket links yet, so, that's fair, yeah, okay, hey, but you know, but you know what, I'll throw it out there while we're here, casketsband.com, you can see, that sweet merchandise that they were talking about uh yeah the t-shirts and the and the posters and everything on there this stuff is no joke that's that's some quality work flying out yeah plenty more to come as well for tours there you go <laughs> all right i think that's what i've got for right now uh because yeah. and i appreciate y'all kind of being yeah. willing to go into a little bit of overtime here as, as i'm yeah. calling it uh <laughs> It it's is the a UK. Pleasure. I mean, like all our sports have over time. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> extra time, extra time. Extra time. Yeah, yeah. Is that what <laughs> it is? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like drawing. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no tying in podcasting. No, no, we're going to, we're going, we're going straight all the way to the end. No. I can't draw out any more sports metaphors on that. I, that's all I've got. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have any American sports metaphors on. It's all good. All over the head. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thank you very much for for listening to the Itch Podcast. Uh, my, oh, I'm running. Oh, I gotta hurry up now. My phone's at fifteen percent. Oh no! <laughs> Just an FYI. Again, this will all be edited. It'll sound smooth. Yeah, you yeah, will yeah. not have any of the shenanigans. I'm not worried. I like shenanigans. Oh well, <laughs> I, maybe I take that back. It'll have some of the shenanigans. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to the Itch Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. I'm Aaron. I'm Benji. I'm James. And we've been caskets. <laughs> and until next time, don't they always say there's a better way out? Oh. Outstanding, sir. Good show. <laughs> Jolly good shot, sir. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the itch. 
Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. Dan stuck the landing three times in a row now on, on <laughs> using lyrics <laughs> to, to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. That was good. That's good. Maybe that's the new thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it works. That's for sure. As it long seems as to be working. That's applicable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. What was the last one? Uh, we interviewed Kenny Wayne Shepherd earlier today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going from blues rock to metalcore okay. in the same day. <laughs> whoa, 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 metalcore, <laughs> metalcore-ish. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> adjacent. Adjacent. That's a good word. Adjacent. <laughs>